Welcome to Sharing My Truth with Mel and Susie, the uncensored version, where we bear it all. We do. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. I should put my ASMR voice on because that's kind of what we're talking about today. And we are talking about, uh, well, share my truth. Share my truth pod. Everyone, welcome. Welcome to share my truth pod. Um, I'm Susie. I'm here with my girlfriend, Mel. And this is your friendly reminder to give us a sexy little five-star review on this pod because you love us, because we have what, Mel? A praise kink. We do. And what are we talking about today, Mel? Well, we are talking about the truth about kinks. Oh, there it is. Following on from our episode about fetishes. Fetishes. And we promised that we would do this. And we've had an awful lot of questions and a lot of response about our episode about fetishes. Yeah, because you guys are fucking freaky little bitches. (laughs) Apparently so. And so we, we said we'd do this. So this is what we're doing. Yes, and I think it's super, super important to talk about kinks because everyone is kinky. Oh, yeah. And you don't and you don't really realize what a kink is until you look up kinks and you're like, wait, doesn't everyone do this? Exactly. And you're like, no, I'm not kinky. This is just regular. But apparently it's not. No, exactly. I mean, that's the weird thing is you have in this mind. In, yeah. in this mind? In this in, mind. Even in my mind. In this mind. So I'm, whatever. Is that you sort of... Th- Imagine, or maybe I do, like Catwoman in like her like sort of tight latex, latex thing stuck to her skin with some kind of thing and a whip and the whole business and a chain and you know whatever. And then she's the like whip, the flog. She's just exactly, and her partner's you. like chained in a what we call it a nappy, a diaper oh, to a like a diaper. sort of some weird torture chair. Yeah, but actually, that really is the very extreme level and there's many many things that many people do and i don't think they even realize it's technically a kink because anything that basically is outside of the norm is kink is kinky well like yeah within our research of this episode mel like we you know we were looking at like dirty talk is apparently kinky yeah you know like maybe i don't know Licking your partner's nipple is a little kinky. Anything that is not missionary is apparently a kink. Basically, anything that's sort of unconventional. I'm looking at the, uh, how do you say this? Oh, tell us Mer- the Webster's Merriam-Webster.com dictionary. Hmm. Unconventional sexual taste or behavior. So a fetish is to an inanimate object. Mm-hmm. Like you like shoes or you like... Whatever yeah. you like. Whatever you like. <laughs> comes to mind right now. You like you like panties. You like a certain kind of panties, maybe. Yes. I don't know. You like an earring, maybe? Is that like a like a fetish? Oh, but a kink, an earring, like a certain kind of an earring, a belly button oh, piercing, I maybe? I see, yeah. But a, a, um, a kink, a kink is, is more, yeah, a sexual taste or behavior. So it's more like a thing that you do. Yes. As opposed to a thing that you're focused on, an object, an inanimate object. Exactly. And like... There are so many kinks out there. Like, it's actually fucked up. And it's it's too many for us to talk about on this little pod an hour. It's too many to talk about. But I think the important thing is to, like, highlight that you go from where most people are. Yeah. Which is at the sort of what we think of. 
and then it what we go- think of as in like missionary do you mean or like no uh, like you know people think that think of Catwoman. oh god who's it. like yeah. in the bdsm thing maybe right. but actually within bdsm it's just you know if you own a little old whip or a, a pair of handcuffs or anything like that which pretty much everyone has done mm-hmm. you're kinky i think you're a bit kinkier than you lead on mel me oh yeah kinky mom <laughs> kinky mom <That laughs> kinky mel weird kinky mom well well anyway don't sorry. get the people that going too much super <laughs> fucked up but um it goes to such an extreme level, doesn't yeah. it? So it goes from that where what I'm saying is a lot of people have dabbled mm-hmm. in the entry-level kink. Yes. Should we call entry-level kink? Absolutely. The kink for beginners. Kink for beginners. And I think most people are in the kink for beginners section that maybe they or their partner or they've become, you know, introduced to things, but like really are not that weird. Yeah. But they're actually part of a grouping let's say it's bdsm or role play i mean everyone lots well i have to say i'm not really into dress up i don't like dress up but no role play i love a dress up i hate it i hate being another persona i absolutely detest it so you know like um dress up part you know what you call them parties where you go like costume parties absolutely detest them yeah i don't really like costume parties either but i love dressing up in the bedroom yeah i i and i that's not really a stretch for me to think that Susie but that is I don't think lots and lots of people have done that I mean you can buy a bajillion outfits but that's kinky and it's like it's not really kinky is it well even like hosiery like women wearing hosiery is kinky yeah and I'm like that seems pretty fucking normal to me you know what I mean I mean you think like you go and you buy your sexy lingerie and you wear your whatever and you wear your tights with the suspenders in the old days what do you call them when you have the thing do you call them a suspender Um, no it's not a suspender we call them a a suspender it's a garter a garter is an an and the thing thing with the thing that's a garter no the thing (laughs) that goes from the tights I think the they pant. call it a garter. In we call Canada. it a suspender. Okay, suspenders. Anyway, but that is not a big thing, is it? That's what you think of a sexy image of a yes. woman, like in the sort of I don't know narrative, central narrative is like a woman in sexy underwear, sexy kind of tights, high heels. Yeah. So how? So apparently that's kinky, but that's the norm. But you're saying that kinky is anything that's not se- sort of kind of in the norm, which doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. I mean, there's. As we said, there's so many types of kinks. You could be a kinky motherfucker and you have no idea, you know? You and could. what you like what you like. But we're going to go through some of the main kinks that we know of, that you've heard of, that I think people are talking about right now that are actually taking up a lot of the sex industry um, in a way. And obviously, yeah. BDSM is a huge one, a part of that. And obviously, BDSM stands for bondage, discipline, uh, submission, sadism, masochism. Like, there's all these kind of, like, variations of it. Um, But it's all kind of allowing that feel of either control Mm -hmm. or, like, letting go or, like, you know, just being – what's the opposite of not being in control? Like – Submissive. Submissive, exactly. Thank yeah. you, Mel. Yeah. You know all about yeah. this, obviously. I wouldn't say I was submissive, but okay. <laughs> She's a dom mummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's about like, it's kind of about pain mm-hmm. and it's about pain to where you're comfortable as. Yeah. But it's also about mental pain and yeah. mental games where you're getting turned on like in this realm of BDSM, you know, there's a whole slew of things like edging Mm -hmm. and latex and all of these other things that might be more 
um, like tangible for yeah. the everyday person instead of being like tied up in like, you know, ropes and chains. By Catwoman. By Cat. I would love that though. I'm still on Catwoman. I'd love her. Yeah. But the, I mean, that's the point. Like even BDSM, there are levels, right? Mm-hmm. And if you go to sort of entry level, most people have kind of done something around, you know, stuff like either tying somebody up or what but not like really harm not not like that serious what's that japanese stuff you know that japanese shit where they have all the rope thing it's like an I, that's form. what i was trying to think what is that called and we can't i mean that's like serious stuff and that seems like an awful lot of work but i think the other thing is just to remember and i would like to state we are in no way kink shaming anybody hell you, no you do you but i think that it's going back to, we've talked about this in a lot of episodes, we've talked about this with the professionals, that sex is play, it's a game. Yes. And it's fun. And I think that's the thing that people lose um, touch with a lot. And that that game has to kind of keep evolving because otherwise it gets very boring. You're doing mm-hmm. the same thing. It's a bit like you went to the same restaurant every Friday, Saturday night of your life or you did the same thing, it gets boring. So sex is the same thing and you kind of go through ebbs and flows and different things and, you know, that's fun and it's not fun anymore and blah, blah, blah. And there are different levels of where you want to go with that play. Mm -hmm. So some people are kind of a little bit kinky. Well, most people are Mm -hmm. really and going along this definition. Yeah. And some people want to take it a lot further. And quite frankly, if they are in a relationship with whomever they're in that relationship with, whether it's one, two, however many partners, and everyone knows what's going on, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yes, as long as everything is consensual. And that is a huge, actually, thing. And I believe we've spoken about this, obviously, in BDSM. Mm-hmm. Um, everything has... To, BDSM is a community of consent. Yeah. And if you're not consent, it's not BDSM. Like, right. that's literally what t- holds the community together. It would just be absolute anarchy if there was not consensual. 100%. Right? Like, and also, I just want to say, I want to interrupt for one second. The Japanese rope play is yes. called Shibari. That's it. Shibari, everyone, that's if anyone it. was wondering. I saw a... <laughs> documentary about that years ago it's very interesting it's it's wild it seems like awfully time consuming but it's an art form and that's kind of the that's the edging it's the foreplay it's all about the actual sex act and as we we speak about in most of our episodes like you know sex is not just penetration no it's the entire experience of it. 100%. And also that sex, and we've talked about this and we'll continue to talk about this, is very, very complicated. And that for something that baffles me, to be honest, that is the most natural thing in the world, which Mm -hmm. should be the easiest thing in the world, is not. And it's for some people, it's not complicated. For other people, for probably the majority, it's very complicated. And it's just... There's so many levels within that. So I mean, mm. that's part of if you think about kinks and fetishes. It's just it's just not simple. We we just think sex. You know, it's like the penis going in the vagina or the vagina on the vagina or the if penis whatever. was just going in vagina and that was sex, I would be a completely different person. You know what I mean? If that was it, if that's mm. all it was, I would have a completely different career. Well, you know what I mean? Well, yes. I think a lot of people probably <laughs> just be like, oh, I'm over that now. I'm over that. They'd be like, I'd what's go the point? And let's have another glass of wine. I can't <laughs> be bothered. Because it would just be like, oh my God, this is so boring. So fucking boring. I think, yeah. But I don't think that's what we're, even today, even with young'uns like yourself, Susie, Me? is exactly, is you're not taught that. You're still no. taught, some, which is eternally fascinating to me, that we haven't moved on in understanding 
this, that it isn't just about penis and vagina or penis and anything or vagina and vagina or whatever you want to call it. It's much more complicated. What did you call it today? Your vagina? Your vagina? My vagina. Somebody, (laughs) who was it? One of my daughters said a badoosie. (laughs) What in the actual fuck is a badoosie? Apparently that's a vagina. I love that. My big old badoosie. Yeah. Flapping in the wind. <laughs> I normally like terrifying. My hoo hoo. My hoo hoo. Yeah. I like to say my JJ. Your puss. The puss. I do pussy. find that super. Cat. Don't like that. Puss puss. <sighs> it's just something creepy about that. It's so creepy. <laughs> Still do it though. Anyway, back onto kinks. Back onto it. So obviously BDSM is a huge one, but yeah, like BDSM, you could you could be doing anything, and I think most people who want to start in BDSM or want to kind of get a little their toes wet into it, Mm -hmm. edging is a great place to start with that because it does actually create a bigger and better orgasm at the end of the day. Um, If you're edge playing. You need to explain what that is. Okay, I'm so sorry. So it's like you and your partner or you can also just be doing it when you're masturbating. You can, um, you're like masturbating, you're masturbating and then you stop right before you come. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of give yourself five seconds or however long and then you keep on going again and you do it again and you get it again and then you stop right before you come. And it builds up into this, like we talked in one of our last episodes, uh, like volcano, volcano orgasm. orgasm. It really helps in that kind of play right. where either you're doing this with your partner and he's or she is or they is kind of letting this kind of settle and then building it up and again and it can be kind of like a game and it's kind of fun and sexy Mm -hmm. and especially if you're using toys you can do all kinds of stuff also edging is not for if you're trying to get the quickie on okay edging is for if you got an hour if you got some time fucking fabulous if you got some time and to be honest coming from an old you know crone like me you if you should that's what you should be doing that's <laughs> yeah. the whole point of yes. making it um last but yeah that's not the whole idea of a quickie but you you kind of need to like we said this in a in a previous episode with uh one of the eminent doctors we spoke to dr mm-hmm. ruth is that you need to kind of agree or have some kind of idea that you, you do kind of different things you know and that you're not it's 12 o'clock at night i've got a presentation at 6 a.m we're not having a three-hour session no. we're gonna have a quick wham bam that's that's it wham bam thank you ma'am exactly you gotta like be a little bit reasonable everyone just remember that anyway shall we move on yes to role play yes which you said you like role play i love role play i've been into role play since i was like 16 well you're an actress i mean that seems obvious that's to me true i mean i never honestly thought of it in that way because i was just like oh no i like just to and not even like be someone else but just kind of like be a sexier version of myself in a different way. Is that possible? I, I, you have no idea, Mel. <laughs> it's terrifying, honestly. Yeah, it's supposed to control the world. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah. So you kind of have to like put yourself in a different space in a different mental space, and obviously you ha- want a partner to also appreciate that in that way yeah 100 percent. or they have to sort of want to go along with it and not sort of giggle through the whole thing and think it's silly exactly um, i mean i think there are different levels like there are some people who kind of you know like dressing in a little outfit and surprising their woman mm-hmm. or man or woman you know whatever you know I'm just I'm trying to cover everything <laughs> um or 
all this kind of like the idea of we'll meet in a bar and I'll pretend that I'm Dr. Oh, yeah. Dr. Cuso. I always wanted to do that. I bet you have. No. Why did I know that? And you come with a raincoat and then you see and you say, hello, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. Yes. And you're like, there's nothing underneath this raincoat. You see? Yes. You see, I'm good at this. But I would never do that. Yeah. But um, so it depends where you where you take it doesn't it it really does and i think that's kind of the fun part about it is that if you're trying to spice up a sex life if maybe you've been with your partner for a bit yes. and you want to do something different yes buying lingerie is one thing and you can yeah. do that but also you know those things cost money like if you they don't do. if you don't want to do that you don't have to you have sexy clothes in your closet i'm sure or like you know you wear a skirt with nothing underneath like yes. there's things that you can do to yes. kind of tease your partner Yes, and role play in a in a way that doesn't cost anything. Yeah, you can do um what Sharon Stone in that movie did. You know, oh, when she fuck crosses yeah. her legs. Yeah. God, Actually that happened once. In, to you? Not to me. <laughs> but I had this I'm gonna have to tell you this story because it just just suddenly popped into my head, which is kind of a I weird thing. It. But anyway, when I was living in England years ago and I was first married with my, hus- my husband, my neighbor at the time, so I was probably about 28, 29, and she was like a serious MILF, but a really, really attractive Like MILF. you, babes. Yeah, like me. Yeah. No, but she was like a single mom and really hot, very good looking. And then she had a bit of a thing for, for Max. Ooh. And she wasn't like, you know, you weird about it. But she had a lot of boyfriends. At one point, we thought she might be, um, you know, have a... A prosing. Yeah, a pro- very good English word, prosy. Yeah. But anyway, so one day I'm cutting this story really short. We just had a renovation to our house and we built another floor onto the top of our house. Mm-hmm. Sounds very glamorous, but it wasn't at all. Um, anyway, so she said, oh, can I come around? Because she had the same house. Can I come around and have a look? And mm-hmm. sit? And, and so she said, she's going up the stairs. Oh, <laughs> and he, and Max is like, yeah, just go up the stairs, you know, think on innocently, go up the stairs, yeah, yeah, I'll follow you. And it, she goes upstairs, very, very short skirt, really lovely legs. And then as she's walking up the stairs, and he's just like, oh my god, that's her vagina, uh, with <laughs> with no knickers on, and up the stairs it went. And of course, his eyes were remaining on the slice as it went up the stairs. I wasn't there. And afterwards, he told me he's like, oh my god, you will never guess what has happened. <laughs> I just saw Judas vagina. He didn't say vagina. He probably saw whatever, said whatever a well, Canadian would say. But it was a very funny, because our funny to us is funny, the front, yes. not the back. And it was very, very funny. So that was my Sharon Stone moment, but I wasn't there. I could just see Max's face, like just knowing him. I think that is the funniest fucking thing I've ever heard of my God. He was, it was like, he was just like, on the one hand, like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> on the other hand, this is kind of fucking creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Just, but she was very hot. I'll give you that. She's really it's like, good. Like, what is he supposed to do? Like, was she trying to seduce her? Well, like, I mean, if you're wearing a mini skirt, it's hard to forget you're not wearing any knickers, any undies. Like, where'd they go? Where they go? <laughs> They're clearly not covering anything. But she was very clearly not wearing underwear and very clearly not purposely not wearing them because if you're wearing a short skirt and you're going up the stairs before a man. You know you haven't got any fucking undies on. So anyway, that's my vagina, Sharon Stone, the whole bit story. It wasn't as exciting as Sharon Stone, but there you go. Anyway, we can carry on. I absolutely love that fucking story. I mean, you got to do, if this is your partner, we're not saying do this another man. No, do it with your partner. Yeah, you might find that really fun. And I, the other thing I have to say is that if you are shy in life, Mm -hmm. which clearly you are not, Susie, but if you... (laughs) Yeah, shock horror. <laughs> if you so that and that may 
kind of go over into your bedroom life. And that's yes. what a lot of people, they want, they really want to come out of their shell. Yes. But they find it incredibly difficult because they're shy or they're repressed from whatever socially, background, religion, whatever the hell it is. If you actually do some role play, and I'm not saying this is actually my bag, but I can actually see that if you do it, it could actually help you by being something else to kind totally. of come out of yourself. And why not? But as long as you you just have to set it up, you can't just suddenly, you know, there's your boyfriend or your husband like sitting there watching whatever, and then you come out in Catwoman, see, she's back, Yeah, outfit. You're going to give him the fright of his life. You kind of need to, some you don't have to say exactly what you're doing you got to ease into it a bit or you just say that this is your sexy date and you don't you don't have to be specific yeah it might, might want to surprise or just be like hey i have a surprise for you yeah. um, upstairs and then you walk upstairs with no panties exactly in your ranger and jacket, then they're they pretending to be the inspector who's coming around to inspect you that there's been a serious incident in the neighborhood the sir. penis inspector is here <laughs> De detective penis is here. Detective penis. Is here. <laughs> She's really getting into it. Detective penis. <laughs> oh my god, I can't breathe. Um, that's you. Anyway, babe. that's giving you all some. That's seriously helpful. But I think honestly, we're gonna do it. I, <laughs> I honestly think if you are having any, if you are shy, or you find it hard, or you want to do something different, it can actually be quite helpful to sort of transpose yourself onto something else like yes. you're not you or you let or the other thing is if you're having a lot of stress going on in your life for yes. whatever reason just pretend to be somebody else it could probably help exactly and it's just it's just it's a stress reliever like sex already is a stress reliever obviously we know that but like it's just it's something else yeah exactly what you're saying it's like a game. to get your brain out of your body a bit 100 it's yeah. an adult consensual game and that's the point of it that's the point but Apparently, it's kinky. I, d I think it's... it's, it's I quite... think it's lovely. Exactly, lovely. <laughs> the British lovely. Lovely. I think that's lovely. darling. Lovely. Well, let's move on to something maybe yes. not as lovely. Yes, but Sophie. somewhat more sexual, if you can. Okay, then. What's and we're that? talking about cuckolding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mel's not into it. No. <laughs> I think somebody really has to explain it to me. I think... Okay. I mean, I know what it I'm is. I'm going to do it. I know. I know you know what it is. And we're going to we're going to say for our guests, mm. for our um, audience, mm -hmm. what the hell is cuckolding? So mm -hmm. cuckolding in basic terms is, let's say, because it's mo it's mostly in men. It's mostly mm -hmm. men. Obviously, you can be any gender. But usually it's a man wanting to watch someone else fuck his wife. Yeah. And it's usually a man fuck his wife. That's what he wants to do. He wants to watch another man fuck his wife. And that's what cold colding is. But he doesn't always have to watch. He could also, isn't it also that yes. she can go off and do it and come back and, and tell, tell him, him all about, the gory details. Yes. And I'm trying to understand this. And I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I don't have to understand this because um, just because I don't do it doesn't mean it's not something that somebody else wants to do. I just think that if you are in a couple where that is going on or that is something that your male partner wants to do you really have to want to do that yeah don't do it just because he wants to do it exactly because I, I just think that can cause a lot of problems well it's like the same thing where it's like maybe your girlfriend wants a threesome with mm -hmm. another girl yeah and maybe the guy's not comfortable with that yeah like everybody has to be consenting and everyone ev for everyone involved 100%, obviously that 100%, seems obvious but 100%. like I think it just has to be said because it's so 
it's very easy to be like want to make your partner happy. Yeah. But if you're in this situation, it could actually be traumatizing. I th- and that's yeah. a bad place to be. It can be traumatizing. And I think it could have a lot of long lasting like ramifications mm-hmm. and kind of the way you feel about yourself. And it, that could get very, very complicated. Exactly. If, you're, if you're consenting and you want to do it and it's fun, then that's fine. That's not yeah. traumatic. But I think um, you really have to have a lot of conversations before you do anything like that. Yeah, because this is a, it changes your entire relationship. 100%, like yeah. whether it's you're the man who wants to be cuckolded, yeah. like and watch your wife or your partner get fucked by someone else yeah. or do something else with some whatever it is. Um, like that's a lot to take in. And you have to be prepared for the consequences of that as well, where she might like that a lot and she maybe doesn't want to fuck you anymore. Or, you know what I mean? Like, maybe maybe you still want to fuck her even though you want to be cuckolded sometimes and she doesn't want that anymore. She actually is really, really into it. Or now she's like, well, I don't actually know if I like this. I don't ever want to do this again. I did it once. I'm never going to do it again. Are you going to stay with this person? Like, yeah. there's so many ramifications that can happen. 100%. But isn't there another element of cuckolding that is that the man who wants to watch his partner, wife, whatever, with somebody else, or she goes off, or he goes off, or whatever, goes off and does something and comes back, that there's an element that that man enjoys that because he there's an element of degradation there. Totally. And so there's other there's a lot of mental stuff going well, on. Well, cuckolding is actually also even a um like a a part of BDSM in right, a way. Right. Right? In this like not directly, but it is kind of in that like masochism way for the man. Yeah, in a humiliation way. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean that's that's complicated, isn't it? It's very complicated. And we honestly, if you have uh, a cuckolding kink, I would love to get your insight on it, gentlemen or even ladies. Uh, if you've had the situation happen, I would absolutely love to hear about it because I don't think we know enough about it. And I don't think enough people want to talk about it. And it's so interesting to me because it's like, I can understand a threesome where everyone's involved, but cuckolding is so specific where the guy whose partner it is they don't want to be involved at all. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, and I'm just looking at an article here from Glamour magazine, mm-hmm. and it says what the actual definition of cuckolding is. So traditionally cuckolding is when a heterosexual couple... Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't know. Is that I, think it ha- I think it's, it's any. It's, it's just, it just maybe is more common or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Agrees to both explore and turn on off the female sleeping with other men and humiliating her male partner about the fact that she's sleeping with someone else. So that's the piece is the humiliation piece. Right. So it's almost like you're having a consensual affair, but it's still humiliating. Yeah. So it's just without the surprise. So, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, look, neither of us are qualified to really understand (laughs) what that means, but um, that sounds quite, quite huge and that i think that's the thing about kinks like we were saying is they can start from something so like you're dressing up with your raincoat and being dr penis dr mm-hmm. detective penis sorry detective penis detective thank penis. you <laughs> or you're you know you're wearing lacy knickers and a lovely suspenders and blah 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 yeah or going to this it's like pretty extreme like 
I mean, swing, isn't it? There's other things where it's like, um, I know this started a lot through COVID, but virtual sex was a huge thing, right? Right. And I think that's also a way to kind of start if you wanted to get your kink. Yeah, totally. For sure. Like if you're just getting off with people virtually. Oh, like people you don't know. People you don't know. Oh, okay. Exactly. Like where it's like you're like having virtual sex and you're kind of going through the chats until someone will kind of like virtually have sex with you kind of. But it's not a site for sex, but there's nothing to stop it. (laughs) Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, But that's also, it might be kind of an interesting way to, if you wanted to get your feet wet in cuckolding, if you're like, if you're like, hey, partner person wife mm-hmm. girlfriend whoever um why don't you have virtual sex with this guy that's true and then you're not putting any penis in vagina there's nothing going on no, like that no and he's just watching that, yeah 100 because that would be my next question how do you find this person who's just swooping in and having the sex and I mean, going away and he magic he's like a unicorn but a man or you get like one of the guys it's a male friends. unicorn it's a unicorn, I think. Is it? I don't think men are unicorns. They Maybe girls, they're just horses. More like mule holocorns. <laughs> but I mean, you sweep in and you have sex and then you go off and then your relationship's just completely normal. Yeah. And who is this person who's not going to fuck your life up? It's really hard to find, I think. I think you got to be really careful with that. 100%. Hundo P. <laughs> not a hundo P from Miss Mel. Hundo P. It's oh not something I, I got that off somebody else. I think it's hilarious. So I say that. Hundo P. Anyway, but yeah, so cuckolding, if you experience it, if you like it, if you don't like it, let us fucking know. We want to hear about it. We do. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by cuckolding. I'm fascinated as to why you like it. Yes. And again, no judgment. I'm just interested. And why and where how you find an appropriate person who's going to respect you, who's not going to like tell the world i mean even if you're not somebody famous it could be pretty bloody embarrassing yeah if somebody at work or whatever or somehow this gets you don't want people to know when it gets out yeah it's not great yeah because it's always the thing we were discussing this earlier that the people you know in your life who are actually the kinkiest Mm -hmm. are the most straight looking people it's so interesting like, I actually think you're probably nowhere near as kinky as some of the friends I know who look so straight-laced, and they're probably way kinkier. Because there's something about, if you're, everything is sort of more on the surface and more, yeah. less hidden. Yeah. I don't know, you're not as kinky. I don't know what that is. I have no idea. Is that either. a thing? Somebody should let me know. And again, I'm not a professional. That's just my personal observation. Smell of the base. My personal pussy opinion. She had to get that in there. I did. Um... Well, we'll move on. Yes, um, let's move on. I mean, we kind of we're kind of getting dirtier and dirtier, you know. Okay. Like, there's things like what is? How do I say this? Urophilia. Yeah, that's the golden shower, isn't no, it? No, it is darling. Piss play, if you will. Piss play. Piss play. It's golden shower sounds so much nicer. You get some wa- waterproof blankets. I don't know how it works. I'm not into this. This I mean, is not something that is just my do it in the kink. shower. You think that would be enough? Smells. Really smells Peace everyone. <sighs> It's disgusting. Um, but if you're into it, you're into it. I don't know why. All but look, yeah, to you. I mean, if you're into it, I mean, I guess it's warm. I don't know. But I, I mean, yeah, that would be my, my issue would be the furniture. Ugh. Save the furniture. <laughs> but <laughs> put a tarp down, <laughs> God damn it! Where does all the pee go? You I just, don't know. Is it like, do you just sort of whiz? Or I did hear of a story once of um, a man who liked 
like he liked the girl to stand up and piss in his mouth. And I find that very there is so much porn out there with men pissing in women's mouths. I I understand that. Yeah, I I get so turned off when I see that and I'm like scrolling through porn and I'm like, this is vile. It's totally vile. But I uh, it's totally vile and it's it's very invasive, dominant. It's sort of very old. Yeah, it's Um, why would you want a woman to pee in your mouth? Because our pee is um, unicorn piss. It really isn't. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. I, I have nothing Tastes to say. D- yeah, but. Mm. Tastes like lemonade. <laughs> well, I guess you haven't tasted lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> just certain kind. You I know? just. You I, sell I, it. I, I, actually, you can sell it. You can sell your own pee. Where? Much like you can sell your own panties. What? You can sell your pee on what? You can. Sellmypee.com? Yeah, there's probably a site. I heard that somewhere. And uh, it actually has quite a decent value. I've tried to sell my panties and it's a lot harder than you think. Well, there's a guy who keeps writing us who wants to buy our panties. So maybe you should sell Sir, them $500 a pop, baby. Well, this is the problem. If you buy very nice French underwear. Yes. Then, uh, which I do. Yeah, of course, babes. Um, your pussy is pristine. I am not giving my... I'm going to use the North American expression panties away. No, of course not. They're not well, no, some cheapy. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, so if I'd sold them, that would be like £2,000, $2,000 for yeah, pair with fuck used. Yeah. Oh my God, guys, $2,000, you get both of our panties. No, 4000 Four. Sorry, 4000 <laughs> double it. You get $4,000, you get I both of our panties. I don't want to waste my underwear. It's Thank like you, nice Mel. underwear. I love you so much. <laughs> it's just... just- it's You're a top notch Mel. Um, so yeah, piss play. That's piss play. Um, piss play. And back I on think, to piss play. I think there's. I think. Well, <laughs> you know, because I think this can go anywhere. You know what yeah. I mean? We could talk about kings for fucking days on. End we here. really could, and we looked at a lot of articles, and there were so many. <laughs> we're like, too many. I this can't. is a total mind fuck. I can't deal with so, that. We, I can't deal with that. We we've selected a few yeah i think my last one that i want to talk about and then we'll take it to you because i know you want to talk about so many kinks that you have obviously, <laughs> obviously um, yeah. the last one i want to talk about the is exhibitionism because right. i think this is a really interesting one right because i think it happens um more likely than you think um more likely more often more often more often mm. yes more becoming often. like me like a, i am like a, a menopause yeah. um more <clears> often than you think and um because you know, people go to sex parties. There's right. sex clubs out there. People are jerking off where the fuck they want. And I, pe- I think people like to watch. So and I think people like to do it. It's very illegal. But people... people What's the buff? difference between exhibitionism? Well, voyeurism, I suppose, is that voyeurism looking is watching. at watching. Yeah. And exhibitionism. The exhibitionism thing, I, I'm not really sure. Like, for example, I remember years and years ago, I used to live in Paris. Mm-hmm. I went to university in Paris. And mm-hmm. I know that's not very normal. You're very bougie. It's okay I'm very now. bougie. I went to university in Paris. So I lived in Paris for five years. And for some bizarre reason, and I'm really sorry if this is no longer the case. This is only relevant to when I was living in Paris. There were lots of men around who just like wank off in oh. pub- public. Like myself included and several of my friends would be on the metro, metro which is like the subway, right? The you know um the tube for english people and 
one of my friends it happened to one friend of mine this that was on a packed metro and she got off the metro and looked down at her trousers at her pants and this guy had wanked all the way down her pants another time i was on the metro and i was with this friend of mine who's very tall and she's just standing there hold she could actually hold you know the things on i can't hold them i can't no i have to like swing off them i can't even hold them (laughs) so and then she all of a sudden she yelped because this man just got his hand and put his hand between her vagina uh, between her legs oh my fucking yeah and then the amount of times i'd been like in a situation where a man grabs your boob or he's just wanking or i don't know it must have been a really particular thing about living in france in the 90s um i don't know if that's still the case and if you're french you can let me know and i'm very very sorry if i've offended anyone but that was (laughs) what happened to me but it is absolutely disgusting, especially, you know, I was a young woman, as in my early 20s, seeing men doing that, like, it's so offensive. And you're like, what gives you the right to stand there beating one out in yeah. the middle of a park or like, you know, although then you think they're going behind a tree and having a piss and you're like, they're there for a bit too long and that <laughs> hand is moving in the wrong way. They are not having a piss. And you're like, imagine if I just, you know, went round the tree and suddenly got... They'd love it. Get my thing. Exactly. That's the ridiculous thing. But anyway, it's just not... I can't... I'm not sure on what terms exhibitionism... Well, it's hard because, like, having sex in the car is exhibitionist. Oh, I have another story about that. Actually, have you done a summer. sex in the car? No, I'm not Come really. on, Mel. Not, not really. you got a big fucking SUV out there. I have, yeah. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable, let's be fair. I'm not saying it's This summer... Max was um, driving along and had to park his car and he he wasn't in Canada, but he was in this um, place where there weren't a lot of cars and he thought, oh, that car's moving around a lot. <laughs> and, um, and he had to go to like visit somebody in this house. So he sort of go by, by the car and there were these two men just going for it in the car. Uh, and it was in Europe, so cars are very small and this car yeah. was like, and they were going for it in a car. I mean, I'm not against doing it in a car. No, I mean, you know, fair enough. I just think there are other places that are more comfortable. It depends where you are and what your needs are. The problem, babe, it's, I mean, not the problem, it's the solution. Like, you're an exhibitionist, you're going to fuck in a car. That's the whole point. You're like, oh, maybe someone's going to see us. Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are very into that, yeah. with people seeing them. I remember actually once, so I've got all these stories, so many things about me, once being in a very nice hotel, very, very exclusive kind of spa place in Europe. And I was just like walking along, you know, wearing my, you know, pool gear or whatever. I just looked to my right and there was like, um, um, you know, a lady who cleans the rooms. I don't want to say this in a nice way what do like the maid lady? the maid that's fine yeah and <laughs> the guy who kind of did the maintenance or whatever yeah and she <gasps> and there was like a little ca- no it was a little like just a little sort of section between two people i don't know how they thought how nobody was going to see them and she was full on on her knees giving him a massive blow job the cleaning lady was giving someone a blow job the maintenance guy yeah wow and all i was doing is walking to the pool I was like, wow. And At I least thought, they're, they're going to be happier do you know to what my clean fir- up. <laughs> first thought was, I don't think that penis is going to be very clean because he looked a bit sweaty. That was the thing that popped into my head. <laughs> Maybe she likes that. Maybe that's her kink, though. And I thought, oh, is she now going to go and clean my room? Who knows? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I didn't actually She's think kidding. that. I re- I'm, I'm not kidding. No, I, the, I, but it, it's the funniest thing when you but see shit like that. this is the thing. Them. People want to be watched and... I mean, when you're like a flasher, right? 
Yeah, and that, again, is, I would like to say, obviously highly illegal. And if you've had it happen to you, which I have when I was a kid several times, oh. it's horrible and very confusing for children, particularly, and it tends to happen to very young people. That's horrible. And, and, and you have these weird things that happened to me twice or maybe even three times, and I, you, much later in life, you sort of remember it, and you're like, you're like, that wasn't right. What was that? Yeah, because it's so out of context, yeah. especially if you're young and before you're actually doing anything. It's very confusing. But it, flashing is a whole weird, yeah, creepy It's thing. super creepy. And super illegal. I, I mean, exhibitionism in itself is fucking illegal. Yeah. Obviously, you shouldn't be just having sex, moaning, getting your jollies out in front of people. Is it illegal to do it in a car in Canada? Like yeah, 100%. Is, yeah. But... Okay. It's it's the safest way to be an exhibitionist. What about a plane? Several and I don't mean the Mile High Club going in the loo, which is still my big problem with Gross. that is how dirty the toilet. How dirty and planes. how do you fit in there? Well, I've it's I've been so on planes small. where people take an extraordinary amount of time, and several times where two people have no. come out. And my again, my first thought is always that is so disgusting in there. But I've also been on a plane several times where you think. That blanket is moving in a very unnatural manner. Oh, my God. And one time a woman... But say her head was not worried. No! Uh, Mel! <laughs> yeah. All this shit always happens. Oh, yeah. All this shit happens to me. I've lived this long. You're very observant. I am. Nothing gets by me, but I just think I'm in lots of situations and I've lived a fairly, you know, longish time and you just see things. You just see shit. Yeah, I get it. But people, you just think to yourself... Really? I mean, is this a good idea? It's, people don't think about sex as a good idea, babes. They think about it as a fun thing to do for 15 minutes. You're right. Like skydiving. That's definitely not a good fucking idea, but I've done it. It I'd, was probably fucking stupid. I'd never do that. But I did it. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever, you know, I mean. Whatever floats your little jollies, but just do it without hurting anyone else, obviously. Do it without hurting anybody else and 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 really consensual and really... Legal, legal. Well, who knows? I'm, I'm not actually really a blowjob. Blowjob in public is that? Is I'm that not really for legal? the legalities because I think some countries. I'm sure that's perfectly legal. Well, but is some countries illegal? it's illegal to be homosexual. So it's like that's I'm true. not for legal things. I'm for what makes you feel good, whatever is consensual with the partner you're doing it, and not obviously like traumatizing anyone else. But there's a fine line though, isn't there? Like, let's say, like I was telling you about this couple who she was giving in a blowjob. They were technically, they weren't like, you couldn't, you wouldn't have seen them unless I happened to be walking yeah. by this place where there was like a little, like entry, like it wasn't somewhere obvious. And, you know, let's say you go into a pub or like a bar or whatever and you have sex against a wall behind the, is that legal? I don't well, know. here's the thing. I've had sex in a lot of dubious places. Like against walls. And like in an, elevator, in an elevator, in a car. I don't know. Just that, in places. I've done it in a forest, in a bush. In a forest. Like these and you things just, happen. We had a creepy crawly in the studio earlier and Susie almost like jumped out of her skin. And you're telling me you've gone at it in the forest. Babe, I was a young girl. Okay, I was a young woman and I was a different person. But I was fun. And... I'm saying if you, this is what I'm saying. Do it, do it consensually. Do not traumatize anyone else. 100%. And do it safely. I think and that's, that's it. That's excellent advice. And Thank with you. that, I think that's it. We've said everything it. that Thank has God. to be said. <laughs> For now, we will go and you'll think, Thank God they've shut up. Oh my God, please, if you guys have kinks, 
if you guys tell us your dirty little secrets, it's all anonymous. You can tell us whatever you want. We're not going to say anything to anyone ever. No. Just tell us your dirty little stories. I want to hear all about them. And maybe, you know, you could anonymously have your kink on the pod and we'll chat about it or your story on the pod. Absolutely. I would absolutely love that. Absolutely. <laughs> She's making me laugh. <laughs> anyway, love you, that's, that's, that's it for today. Should I dirty talk us out? Oh, go on then. Okay, everyone. Um, it's time to um make sure you like and review this sexy little podcast. And don't forget, Mel, our resident Mel, she's gonna um reply to all of your messages. <laughs> that was amazing. Mel is traumatized. Anyways, love you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sharing My Truth Pod is so excited to partner with Vibrator.com, where the A in Vibrator is the number eight. This is an extremely exclusive code where no other podcast has it. If you go to Vibrator.com right now, use the code MS15, that's MS15 at Vibrator.com, you can now get 15% off anything in store. That's any sex toys for you, your partner, your neighbor, your mom. We don't judge. We don't care. Get it now. Go to the link in our bio, put in the code and get jiggy with it. Thanks so much for listening. Please rate and review this podcast and follow us on social at Sharing My Truth Pod and leave us a voicemail on our website, sharingmytruth.com to share your stories and experiences with us. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.